Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by the VODI, the podcast. Whoa, 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 relax, people, relax. I know y'all are saying, DeVille, DeVille, where the hell was you at Monday morning to get us disciplined and get us ready for the day? We were counting on you. You let us down. Relax, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, Basically, Monday was my brother's birthday. So Sunday, we decided to go to Top Golf because, and I, I I made it a, a very, it was a very uh, uh, um, pertinent that I go to this um, event because last year I didn't attend my brother's birthday dinner, and I was really disappointed in myself, and I felt like. I owed it to him to, to show up, you know, because that's my brother. I love him to death. And I, like I said, I was disappointed in myself that I didn't go. You know, I had my reasons for not going. It was nothing against him or anybody was there. It was just some some things that I was going through that had me in a funk. So I wanted to make sure that I went out and celebrated with him. So we went to Top Golf. Top Golf. I don't know. Is Top Golf across America? If you answer me, you need you need to go get your head checked because I can't hear you, fam. Top, <laughs> I'm not sure if Top Golf is is, is a reason is a regional thing or if it's a nationwide type of thing. But either way, Top Golf is a driving range where they have these um, everything is tracked digitally though. So they have these different areas on the course where if you hit your ball in there, you score points. They track the balls, you know, each player by their balls, pause. And um, you get points for, like, how far you hit the ball, all type of stuff. So it's the first time that I went. I had, um, there have been a couple times where I was supposed to go, but something always would happen where everybody would back out and we wouldn't end up going, but we went this time. So I'm just going to quickly run through y'all, run through with y'all my Top golf experience. If you've never been to Top Golf and you think about going, first and foremost, it's kind of pricey, but not really because it's forty-five dollars for an hour. So you know, if you got bum-ass friends and not they're not gonna contribute to you playing golf, yeah, you're coming out at least forty-five bucks just off the rip just to play. But that's for everybody, and then everybody has to do like a five-dollar. Pay five dollars to get a membership at Top Golf, but you only have to pay that membership fee once, and you register yourself in. So, I bought an hour, and his wife bought an hour. Gonna play two hours of golf. Well, not really golf. We're gonna spend two hours hitting balls onto the driving range and see who can win. Um, really, I won. Now, if you listen to my sis Tiana, she's coming on the show next week. Matters of fact. Matter of fact, while I'm talking about who's coming on the show, make sure y'all go back and y'all check out that Kevin Bookman interview that I did, uh, the author of Beyonders. It was a dope interview, if you haven't checked that out yet. And tomorrow, tomorrow, you're going to have Coach 
E. Kong, author of Book Naked and Blessed. He is on the show. We've already gotten together. We put that thing together. It's ready to go. It's already loaded. So check it out. Make sure Wednesday, 7 a.m. y'all are here for the show. So either way, my sissy, she swears she won. But she didn't really win because her husband scored like 80 of her points for her on just a fluke mishap. But so really, I won if you really think about it. But either way, when initially there... um, it was kind of weird. The service was kind of weird when we first got there. I thought it was going to be a wait, but it wasn't. So we come in and we go straight to our lane. Waitress comes over. You know, she has us go, has everybody register. And then she's like, I'm going to bring you guys some waters. And so uh, sis is like, nah, I, I, I need some. I want a drink right now. And she gets this drink. I don't remember what it's called. I think it's called like the Top Golf something. It comes in a cup. That's shaped like a golf bag. She got one. And um later on I got one. And and it was it's definitely a good drink. It had all types of little fruit in there. It's cold. But either way, she got that drink. And me and bro, we was talking about beer, seeing what beers they had. Cause you know, we normally drink like to drink the Yingling. Uh when we're getting pictures or whatever. He saw this other beer. I think it's called like Gold Monkey or something. It was like 750 for a uh, it's like 750 for a tall boy of it so we was about to get to a bucket they sell a bucket but they weren't giving any deal on the bucket so the bucket i forget how many come in there i think it was like six or twelve or something but they still wanted to charge 750 a piece oh excuse me 750 a piece for this bucket you know usually when you get a bucket they take something off so bro was like uh don't worry about it. Yeah, the bucket was going to be like 80 bucks. So, bro was like, don't worry about it. Let's get this picture of Yingling. And the look on the young lady's face was like, you can tell that she uh, was assuming at that point that we didn't really have nothing, no money, nothing to spend. And so, she just kind of, she took our orders and she left. Now, she's supposed to instruct us on how to work this thing and, you know, instruct us on hitting the ball and all this. And we noticed that our time is running already and we're not even we haven't even been taught how to play or show how to play and we're just sitting there while our time's running where she's supposed to be getting our drinks and stuff so we see her bouncing back and forth now yes we do understand that she has more than one table to wait but whatever that's aside the point she's walking back and forth so we kind of call over and it's like hey is our time does this count for our time right now and she's like yeah so so we on some but show us how to play so she comes over real quick, shows us how to open up the thing and not open up the thing, but how to how you wave the club to make the ball come out. We start playing, you know, we getting in the groove. Then boom, we uh she comes back around and I'm like, yo, I'm waiting and I'm waiting, I'm waiting for her to come because I'm ready to order something now, something besides just some freaking beer. So she comes back around, I catch her. And I'm like, boom, I want the same drink she got. And then we start ordering food and whatever. And I noticed that the more we ordered, the friendlier she got, the happier she got. She was got started like dancing and stuff. Oh, you heard that right there. My back still sore. It's, I have a lot of respect for people that play golf now because it was more taxing on my back swinging that club than I thought it would be. But that's aside the point. So the more that we spent, honestly, 
I'm not saying this trying to be funny. The more we spent money, the friendlier she got like in the strip club. And she was like, she, she's dancing and yeah, we gonna party. She didn't have that type of energy. At first, when we just ordered one drink and a pitcher of beer, she didn't have that energy. But now that we've ordered food, we've ordered more drinks. Bro got a margarita. Uh, the older homie, he wasn't really drinking like that because he hadn't ate yet. So we get the food, everybody sits down, we eat. Then, um, you know, uh, um, uh, my brother's other brother's sister-in-law, she shows up. She sits down, she orders a drink, she orders shots for everybody. And so she, we full on in swing now. But either way, at the end of the day, we had a great time at Top Golf. If you haven't been there, go there. Go to Top Golf, man. Whether you're in the golf or not, it's still fun. It was definitely fun to me. And the best part of the the best part of the night was when I heard bro was, he was sitting there, he's looking off at looking over at the course and he's like, now this is this is the birthday. This is and I was like, dang. Because see, y'all don't know my brother. Relax. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about him. My brother is the type of guy, he's, you know, he's a, a little rough around the edges. We're working on him. He's come a long way. Very proud of him. Love him to death. He's come a long way from where he was uh, a couple years ago even in his life. And just growing and excelling every day. But this is something that normally he wouldn't engage in at all. He would have just been wanting to go to a club or a bar or whatever and just kick it in the hood. But now he's... He's growing up, he's evolving. Not saying that he wasn't grown before, but you know we all have our certain ways about ourselves sometimes. And he's just getting, he's becoming more and more of, of the man that we all always knew he could be. Not that any of us is perfect. We all got our own vices. We all got our own bullshit that we get into and the bullshit that we go through, man. But bro, if you're listening to me, if you're tuned in, love you, bro, and I'm proud of you. I'm glad to see your, um, evolution as a person so that's where i was yesterday for everybody who's wondering where deville was i was off celebrating having great times with my family and my people you know from time, as i said from time to time now i'm gonna take a day off or so you know just may randomly take a day off during the week just for you know personal issues family issues or rest as needed but you can definitely still still be counting on me to be here Expect me to be here Monday through Friday. I'll try to do better about making the announcement if I am going to take a day off, you know, so y'all know y'all not sitting around waiting on me. But because by the time I got home, man, I was sauced up. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to fraud. I, I was sauced up. I came home, turned on the TV, laid down on the couch, and then I woke up. It was like 1.30 in the morning. Now, most of the time, I'm recording around 1.30 in the morning, but just working, waking up, off a good drunk at 1.30 in the morning. I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna expose my people to this right here. They deserve better than that. So I didn't even record anything. I just went ahead and went to bed. I tried to record some of my break at work, but I just wasn't feeling it. I just wasn't feeling it because I was hot. People was walking by, people was looking at me funny. I just wasn't, the vibe wasn't right, but your boy is back. And uh, we're gonna take a little break, get these, get this ad out of the way. And then we're going to come right back to it, man. I'm going to talk about this little boy that was charged with assault. Little boy, like 10, 11 years old, charged with assault. We Relax, I'm going to tell you. Just, just come on back.
So, y'all remember dodgeball, right? You get a bunch of kids, you get them out on the basketball court, on the gym floor, wherever you're at, and you put all these balls out and everybody runs, grabs the ball, and the whole objective of the game is to hit each other with the ball. Once you hit, you're out. Last team with somebody standing is the winner of the, of the tournament, right? So, what happened was, these kids playing dodgeball in school, last school year, around April, one kid hits another kid in the face with the ball. The kid did sustain bruising, black eye, bruised nose, so on and so forth. And he apparently has some type of condition that makes him more susceptible to head injuries. So uh, I believe he got a concussion also. Now, okay, accidents happen. Things happen on the, uh, when you're playing sports, MP class, whatever. Now, the mother pressed charges. She went, filed a police report, pressed charges. Now you have a 10-year-old boy facing assault charges for hitting a kid with a freaking um, dodgeball. Now, they're saying that he intentionally hit the kid in the face. Now, what I don't understand is how they're proving or plan on proving this kid intentionally threw the ball at the other kid's face. Now, as a guy growing up, I do know that there are times where we do get a little bit carried away and we do feel like it'll be funny to hit you in the face. But either way, it's kids, dodgeball, PE. So the bigger question that DeVille DI has, what DeVille DI is thinking about is, if this kid had, is so sensitive to head injury, why the hell was he playing dodgeball in the first place? Anybody? Anybody? Please don't answer that because I can't hear you. But you can answer that by hitting me up at thoughtsbydevildi at gmail.com. You can hit me up on the Thoughts by Deville Di Facebook page or D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I on Twitter and Instagram. And let me know what you think. Or if you listen on Anchor, definitely can leave me a voicemail and tell me what you think about that. But I'm thinking, why was he playing dodgeball in the first place? Because if he had this condition, you would think that this would be something that the mother um, would have let the school know that, hey, my kid has this going on, and so he shouldn't be included in certain events because there are plenty of events uh, that you can uh, do during PE that could cause a head injury. Dodgeball, basketball, football, softball, hell, just running a potato sack race, you could potentially fall and hit your head and get hurt. So I just think that there should have been some precaution taken on the parent's side to say, hey, there's something wrong with my kid's head. He can't do certain activities. And I'm pretty sure that the kid knew that he had a sensitive head. So why was he out there? I understand he's a kid and, you know, kids kind of walk on the wild side. And I'm not trying to take away any uh, responsibility from the child who threw the ball. If he intentionally hit the man in the face with the ball, but do I think assault charges are warranted for hitting the kid with the ball during a dodgeball game? Hell no. This is part of the sissification of America that we got going on out here, man. The peppermint committee is in the uproar right now. I can hear them right now. DeVille, DeVille, did it, did it, did rising, assaulting, dude. At what point did hitting somebody with a ball during a game where the primary objective of the game is to hit a person with a ball become assault? If there, I can understand if there was malicious intent. If a kid said, I'm going to hit you in the face with this ball, I'm going to break your freaking nose, okay? 
Now he intentionally was throwing the ball at you, trying to do harm. But kids throw balls at each other's faces. Pause. It happens. Part of the game. I'm not saying that the kid should just... I'm not saying that there should even be 100% like no type of punishment or repercussion for the kid who threw the ball. He was already suspended. Maybe the parents have to cover the doctor bill. I don't know. Uh, because it all, it's all based on whether or not this kid really threw the ball at the kid's face. And how much of it is really their, the responsibility of the child and the child's parents for this kid getting injured, injured during a game that is based around kids throwing balls at other kids. Were the rules established? Were there's a rule? Because, you know, a lot of times they say, you know, don't throw anything above the shoulders. Keep it below the shoulders and stuff like that. Or sometimes they'll say keep it below the waist or whatever, whatever. But we don't know. The, uh, the stipulations behind this game that they were playing on this particular day. So I can't say whether the kid was just being outlandish, just being wild with it or whatever. I don't know. I wasn't there. But it still seems kind of extreme that you would have press charges on a kid over hitting your kid with a ball. You know how many times I got hit in the head with a ball playing dodgeball and it was just, that was just the end of it. Um, I remember, shoot, I remember in high school, in automotive class, a garage door falling and hitting me in the head. Nobody, <laughs> we didn't try to press charges or sue the school for the garage door hit me in the head. And I'm not saying that it is. I am saying that it's wrong. I'm taking a stance on this one, people. I don't think it's right for you to charge a 10-year-old kid for hitting a kid with a ball during a game that the whole premise of the game is to hit a kid with the ball. What the hell? If anything, I feel like the problem, the uh, the parents' problem should be with the school for, number one, not properly supervising this child who should be, they should be aware of the fact that he had this condition. The teacher should be aware that he has con this condition and the child should be aware that he has this condition. And it seems like there should have been some type of safeguard placed in there at some way, some point where he didn't even end up on the court with the chance of getting hit in the head with this ball. Because what if he just fell? What if he's running around playing dodgeball, kid throws the ball at him, he tries to jump over the ball, steps on the ball, falls, hit his head. Who are you going to blame? And I'm telling you who you're going to blame. You're going to blame the school. Now you're going to sue the school. It's just so much when it all could have been simply avoided by not having a child play dodgeball. When a kid has a peanut allergy, they don't allow peanuts in the classroom. They don't put peanuts in the classroom and say, hey, little Timmy, why don't you just make sure you don't eat any peanuts? Everybody make sure nobody gives Timmy a peanut. No, they don't do that. They ban peanuts from the whole freaking classroom. I don't even think you can take a peanut into a school nowadays. You're probably better off not gonna say that. That was gonna be a real that was gonna be a real edgy joke. I'm gonna leave that one alone. But you don't wanna walk onto a school campus carrying peanuts because you could kill like half the kids in there because the kids can't eat peanuts no more. And I don't know where this whole peanut allergy shit came from. Because that was a staple food for me growing up was peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly, peanut butter and jam, peanut butter by a damn set, peanut butter on the bread. Peanut butter on the cracker. If you was feeling kind of spicy, you just stick your freaking finger into the peanut butter, scoop the peanut butter up on your finger, eat that peanut butter. What do y'all think? Because DeVille thinks it's a little bit extreme to have a child uh, possibly end up with a criminal record. Now, I know 
their tent that'll fall off of their record once they hit a certain age won't be visible anymore so they say but uh it's a lot that comes with that if he's convicted or found guilty or pleads guilty it's going to be some type of probation some type of supervision all type of things are going to cause cost this person this parent this parent money and put the kid through all type of unnecessary stress and trauma when it all could have been avoided by not putting the kid on the court during the dodgeball game mm. but y'all didn't come here for that though did you nope y'all came here for some discipline so i'm gonna get a little discipline to you and get you up out of here man be disciplined enough to realize when you bullshit i came to grips with myself a couple weeks ago to realize that i was bullshitting on a certain number of things in life particularly doing interviews on the podcast i had become so used and some so accustomed to just carrying the show by myself I, I got lazy i got lazy i stopped searching for guests i stopped looking for guests and then once i got with kevin bookman who i had been talking to for months about coming on the show and i finally uh, uh got out of my uh my laziness and threw him on the show it sparked a whole nother interest in me of getting guessing and then the next guest came and then the next guest came and i'm pretty on a roll with guessing i'm gonna try to keep them coming so if you're a listener out there you got a story to tell and you want it to be told on thoughts by the vldi podcast that idea is not too far-fetched you can't get your story out there you can't promote your brand or your music your clothing line your books whatever it is on this show just hit me up at thoughts by the di at gmail.com or go over to the thoughts by the di facebook page and let me know be disciplined enough to tell yourself look yourself in the mirror and straighten yourself and say you on some bullshit you need to get your shit together there's nothing wrong with that do it take this information use it however you will but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Now make sure you get you something good to eat while you're out here getting shit done. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Ville Diada Thoughts by the Ville Diada Podcast. I love each and every last one of y'all, and I'm out of here, man. Peace.